today's daf is Ksubas daf Kuf Dalid, the last half of the 12th parak of Maseches Ksubas. Uh, today we're going to continue to discuss the, the day of Rebbe's death and uh, the circumstances surrounding Rebbe's death and the last things he would say to, to different people, to Talmudim, to his children. Then the Gemara is going to move on from that. We're also going to talk about, in that context, uh, about the Amsa Debe Rebbe and how she reacted to the uh, the fact that Rebbe was dying and uh, and davening that whether a person whether you could daven that someone's go, that someone should die if they're suffering terribly. Then the Mishnah on uh, Amid Aleph is going to talk about how long an Almana can uh, still request can still ask for her ksuba if she, and if it makes a difference where she's living if she remains living the base Baila or if she's living the base Avia. So at what point is the limit where you say okay it's been long enough that she's no longer going to be able to Request Ruksuba either because she's Mochelas, there's an assumed Mechila, or maybe she's been, uh, she's already siphoned off enough funds that we assume that the, uh, that the full amount of the ksuba has been, uh, has been paid, and we're going to talk about if she can collect forever if she still has the ksuba. Maybe the whole discussion is only when she doesn't have a star ksuba, but if she still has a star ksuba, maybe then she'd be allowed to collect forever. That's going to be the discussion on the bottom of, uh, of Ahmed Aleph. And then on Ahmed Bey, the Gemara is going to talk about, according to the Shita of the Chacham in the Mishnah, that after 25 years, we assume she's mochel ksuba, what's the status of the Tosefis Ksuba. That might only be about the Iker Ksuba, but maybe that's uh, maybe there's a different story when it comes to the Tosefes Ksuba. So uh, let us begin. Kuf Gimlam Beis. We were really in the middle of a uh, discussion. The Gemara was talking about how uh, how how when Rebbe died, how he appointed. Um, the various positions to take over for him after his death, and he said that Ram Gamliel should be the Nasi and Chanina Barchama should be Yeshev Barosh, should be the Rosh Yeshiva. So the Gemara said, Well, what happened to Rabbi Why wouldn't Rabbi Chia be the Rosh Yeshiva? So the Gemara said that uh, either Rabbi Chia predeceased Rabbi, so Rabbi Chia wasn't around to be the Rosh Yeshiva, or even if you say Rabbi Chia died after Rabbi, Rabbi Chia was so busy in mitzvahs, and Maisim told him that he didn't have time to be a Rosh Yeshiva. Rabbi didn't want to bother him to become a Rosh Yeshiva because he was too busy doing mitzvahs. So the Gemara says, where do we find that Rabbi Chia was an Asuk b'mitzvahs hava, that he was such an Asuk b'mitzvahs? Because there was once a Maisa that happened that, uh, that, that Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Hanina and Rabbi Chia were, were having a disagreement with each other. And Rabbi Hanina said, how could you disagree with me? Do you know that if the Torah would be forgotten from Kal Yisrael, I would be machsir b'pulpuli, I would be able to, uh, to bring back the entire Torah just by my koach ha'pilpul? And Rabbi Chia said, I could do one better than you. I would make sure the Torah would never be forgotten from Kal Yisrael because then he goes through all the different steps that he would go to to make sure that all the children learn Torah and that they're taught Torah and that they learn Bechavrus and they teach each other Torah and now he'd, uh, he'd, 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 he'd plant the plants to make the traps, to trap the animals to, make, to, uh, to supply the klafim to, in order to, to teach Torah for all the Kal Yisrael. So you see that he was a Balmaisa, he was someone who was very active in, uh, in mitzvahs and therefore uh, it's a raya that Rabbi Chia was someone who was too busy with mitzvahs and Maisim Tovim to be able to to, uh, to be able to become the Rosh Shiva, and that's why Rebbe didn't appoint the or didn't appoint uh, Rebbe Chia to be the Rosh Shiva. So we left off right after that that comment about six lines from the end of the page on Kuf Gimel Amid Beis. Um, 
That's what Rabbi said. How great are the Maisachia? Amalei Rabbi Shimber Rabbi. So Rabbi Shimber Rabbi said to Rabbi, "I feel mimcha. Is Rabbi Chia even more of a bal Maisim than you are?" Amalei in. He said, "Yes, he's an even greater bal Maisim than I am." Amalei Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yossi. So Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yossi was there also. He said, "Afilu Meyaba. Is he even a greater bal Maisim than uh, than my father? Is he even than Rabbi Yossi?" Amalei Chas Veshal Motei No, no, no one's greater than Rabbi Yossi. Even Rabbi Chia is not a greater Balmaisim than uh, than Rabbi Yossi. So then we're going on in the last day of Rabbi's life. So Rabbi says, I need to speak to Bini Katan. I need to speak to my youngest child. Rabbi Shimon came to Rabbi. And he taught him uh, all about uh, different elements of Chachma. So he said, now I need to speak to my oldest child. Gamliel came in and he taught him all about the uh, the Nesios. He says the way you should you should uh, you should act in your Nesios is Beramim as Rashi says to Yoshev Ben Agadolim that you should sit amongst the Gadolim and Zrok Mara B'Talmidim and you should make sure the Talmidim have a healthy fear and awe of you, meaning it should not be a buddy-buddy relationship mm-hmm. that the Nasi has with the Talmidim. The Talmidim should be in, in constant fear and awe of the, uh, of, of the Nasi. So, and the Gemara explains, what does this mean? There's a reference to Yoshav and Melch Yehuda. When Yoshav and Melch Yehuda would see a Talmud Chacham, he would get up from his chair, and he would hug him, and he would kiss him, and he would call out, Rebbe, Rebbe, Murray, Murray. So you see that he certainly wasn't imposing fear and awe on anybody. He was just uh, acting with love and uh, hugging and kissing. So it says, Merlokasha, Habitzina, Habifarhasia. There's a difference when, when it's Bitzina, so you machabit everybody. When it's Bifarhasia, that's when you're Matul Ema. So in a public place, that's you have to be Matul Ema in the Talmidim in order to, uh, it could be that this relates to the idea of being Matul Ema in the Talmidim, relates to how the Torah was given. The Gemara says that just like the Torah was given, Beretas Bezia, that it was given with a certain sense of fear and awe and trepidation, so too when we give the Torah, from one generation to the next, from Rebbe to Talmud, through the Masorah, it should also be with those, uh, with those same emotions. Beretas Bezia, it should be with the, same, with the same quivering, with the same fear. So there's a discussion in the Achronim, is that always the right way to treat your Talmudim, to, to, to be makbid on the covenant, to make sure that they have that sense, the Pelayo, it's already says that Bismanenu, the 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 uh, times have changed, and you, you have to be much more careful about uh, about how we do these things. That uh, that, that just like by Rufuas Haguf. Uh, things have changed, and we uh, we wouldn't use the medications of Chazal. So with Rufus Hanefesh, things have also changed. We discussed this with regard to Kfiya al mitzvos and whether it makes sense to be Kofa al mitzvos anymore. Whether that's really going to inspire anyone to uh, to, to to be better uh, when when we embarrass them publicly or do something like that. So, uh, so he said maybe that uh, times have changed. Shevet Alevi Rav Azrin Chuvin Chelik Yudzim Lukov Samach was asked about a girl that wasn't acting properly if uh, in, in, in a classroom if the teacher can uh, publicly embarrass her to set her straight in the class, meaning can call her out on it in the classroom, even though it's going to publicly embarrass her. The Ramam and Shulchanuk say that if a, if a Misrashal Talmud B'Talmudo, that the, the Rebbe is allowed to be Misragi's love, Lachlimo, the Rebbe is allowed to embarrass him. That used to be the style. It's no longer the style. Now a Rebbe wouldn't last very long if he would do this, but it used to be that if a Talmud didn't know what he was talking about, the Rebbe 
would yell at him and he would tell him, you know, shikr or whatever, you know, he'd he yell all sorts of things at him. So uh, in, the, in, the, in the old Litvisha style, that was uh, in the, the people that were in Rav Salvechik Shir before uh, his triple Avelis, before the year where he mellowed out after he lost all those relatives, they say that uh, that's what it was like. It was absolute fear. It was complete, complete fear. Because if you'd say the wrong thing, he would lace into you. So that was the style. That's the way they, they, uh, they, used, to, they used to teach. So uh, the question the Ravasan was asked, what about by a girl? Is it the same thing by a girl? So he says, first of all, you can't necessarily compare chinuch of a daughter to, of a girl to chinuch of Talmud Torah of a son. And uh, even if you, if you would, one could uh, question the whole derech for, uh, for our generation, that that derech is not going to be an effective derech of Mesir Satara. Tanya, Rabbi Mutal B'Tzipuri, Yumako Muchano, Bebeisham, oh, one, one, uh, one more point over here, the, uh, the Chida in his Chuvas writes that the Chachmei Yeshiva had a suffix. let's say you have a situation, a person is sitting holding a Sefer Torah, and uh, his Rebbe walks by, so should he stand for his Rebbe, or do you say, no, since he's holding a Sefer Torah, it's not Mechul, that a Sefer Torah should stand for it, normally if you're holding a Sefer Torah, even if you're, let's say in the Shul, they say the Tefillah from the Medina, and everyone stands for the Tefillah from the Medina, so the guy holding the Sefer Torah shouldn't stand, the guy holding the Sefer Torah stays in a seat. The Sefer Torah doesn't stand for uh, for anybody. So they bring a raya from the Yoshafat Melch Yehuda that he would stand for Talmud Chachamim, and uh, he was Oche Sefer Torah because the Melch has to always be Oche Sefer Torah. Melch has to be holding a Sefer Torah constantly. So that's the raya they want to bring. So the Chida says not a good raya because the Sefer the, the Sefer Torah that the Melch would carry didn't have a regular din of carrying a Sefer Torah because it was Munach Bizra, it was some type of miniature Sefer Torah it was covered. It was some that he would have to carry around with him all the time, so it was more like a uh, you know something that was uh, that wasn't uh, wasn't exposed, wasn't obvious, and therefore maybe doesn't have the full status of uh, of someone who's normally <coughs> holding a sefer Torah. And besides, the melech would get up for everything else that he needed to do. He'd get up if he wanted to go make himself a sandwich. He'd get up if he wanted to do anything else that the melech would want to do. So now he's not going to stand for the talmud chacham. Meaning maybe it's different if a person is holding a sefer Torah twenty four hours a day, but as someone who doesn't normally hold the sefer Torah and they're holding a Sefer Torah because they just did Hagbar or something so that they shouldn't uh, they shouldn't stand for other people um, so the Gemara tells us Rebbe was in Sipori but there was his place of uh, Kever was prepared for him in Beis Sharim don't we have a price that tells us about a different location of Rebbe it says Tzedek Tzedek Tirdof that you should go to Rebbe in Beis Sha'arim. So it sounds like it wasn't just his Makam Kever, but it was the place where he lived. Rebbe lived in Beis Sha'arim, but when he got sick, they moved him to Tzipori. The Medalia Uvasim Avira, because it was at a higher elevation, and the air was, the air was clearer, and therefore he was able to, uh, it was better for his health to live there. So, but when they came time to bury him, they brought him back home. They brought him back to base Sharim to be buried. Hahu Yoma Dinach Nafshed Rebbe. On the day that Rebbe died, Gazra Abanan Ta'anisa, meaning the day prior to his death, the Rabbanan were Gozer, a fast day. For uh, for everybody that they shubo rachmi and they 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 uh, they declared a yom tefillah v'amri and they said kol manda amar nachnafshi the rebbe yidkar becherev anyone who comes and reports that rebbe died should be uh, should be doker becherev should be should be stabbed with a sword meaning no one should share such bad news slika amse the rebbe leigra so the amse the rebbe the uh, maid servant of rebbe's house went to the rooftop 
And she observed that the Elyonim, the Malachim, are, are trying to take Rebbe away from us, and the Tachtonim, the people down here, are Mavakesh Rebbe. We want Rebbe as well. That we should win and that we should uh, be able to keep Rebbe. But she saw, he kept on going to the bathroom and over and over again, how much sorry he was in and how difficult it was, how challenging it was for him to live day to day. Amra, so she changed her tune and she said, That the Elyonim should win and that Rebbe should be taken from us, he should go join the Malachim. But the problem was, all the Rabbanim were davening that Rebbe should live. So she wanted to daven that Rebbe should die so that he could be put out of his misery, but they were davening that Rebbe should live. So Shakla Kuza, she took a jug and she threw it from the rooftop. So they made a loud bang, a loud noise, a loud crack. So everyone right away was quiet from their tefillah for a minute because of, what, what was that? So they stopped davening for a, for a second. And in that pause in the tefillah, that's when Rebbe died. That's when Rebbe died. So, uh, so that, that was the, the Misa of Rebbe's, Rebbe's Petir. Tulsa says, wait a second. Rebbe was Manach Tefillin. Raised the obvious problem. So normally we said that Rebbe died of Cholimeayim, that old Sadiqim died of Cholimeayim, and then uh, and now we're saying the Rebbe was wearing tefillin in his final illness. Why was he wearing tefillin? Cholimeayim, we're not supposed to wear tefillin. So he says that's for regular people who don't know how to be Zahir in the Kedusha Satfillin. But Rebbe, even as a Cholimeayim, knew how to be uh, extra Zahir in the Kedusha in the Kedusha Satfillin. Now the uh, Rashi Mesechus Chulin Daf Kuf Yud, when it talks about Cholimeayim being part from tefillin, Rashi says the reason they're part from tefillin is because they're constantly going to have to be taking their tefillin off every two minutes. Every time they have to go to the bathroom, they have to take their tefillin off. So, uh, so they're not chayiv to be toreach, to go through that tircha to wear tefillin. It would uh, therefore stand to reason that re- re- your, one is permitted to if they're willing to go through that tircha, and therefore that's how Rashi might understand what was going on with Rebbe, that Rebbe was constantly taking off the tefillin. It was a tremendous tircha, but, uh, but, that, but, but that was a tircha that he was willing, that he was willing to go through. There's also um, the, the main discussion that you have in the Rishonim and Achronim over here is the tefillah of the Amstadver Rebbe. This is a very important tefillah in, uh, in terms of determining how to deal with someone in an end-of-life situation. Certainly, we're not, allowed to, uh, we're, not, we're not allowed to kill a person who's in an end-of-life situation. That would be murder. We're not allowed to hasten their death. But are we allowed to daven that their death should be hastened? Are we allowed to daven that they should die sooner? So the Ran writes in Masechus Nadarim, this is going to be one of our bridges to Masechus Nadarim, that sometimes mutter to be mvakish rachamim, that a chola should die, if the chola is uh, really, really suffering, and his raya is from the Amsad Be'er Rebbe. His raya is exactly from Arasugya, that obviously Rebbe was suffering. The Amsad Be'er Rebbe must have done the right thing. So in the Chikrei Leif, he says that some, some ask, what do you mean? How do you bring a raya from the Amsad Be'er Rebbe? It was very clear what was going on over here. The Amsad Be'er Rebbe was davening for one thing, and all of the Chachmei Yisrael were davening for something else. They were all davening that Mehechi tasted the Wipaskin, like the Amsad Be'er Rebbe, against all of the Chachmei Yisrael. Isn't it more logical to Paschim like all of the Chachmei Yisrael? So, uh, so he says, how could you say that, how could the Ran say a halacha from the Amsad Tibir Rebbe? So he suggests that we find that, uh, that we, the Rabbanim themselves learned to dinim from the Amsad Tibir Rebbe. They were machshifer like a Tamil Chacham. The Gemara Moit Katan tells, uh, tells stories of, of things that 
she would say in passing, and uh, with their thing, their halachas and shulcharach, we paskin like the Amster Debe Rabbi. So it could be that uh, that we see that you're, we could learn from her to be mivakesh rachamim. But at, at least you would think it's a machlokas. But one could argue that the difference is that the Amster Debe Rabbi had an inside look at what Rabbi was suffering. Everyone else saw when they propped him up and made him look good and uh, whatever, and uh, you know when they they put on his uh, his brave face for everybody else. But she saw what Rebbe was actually suffering. So maybe they weren't willing to, to daven for that because they didn't think, they didn't realize uh, just how bad it was. Rav Vazan Shevet Alevi Chelechas says that, uh, that maybe Amsad Ve'Rebbe was an Isha Gedola Ma'od. She knew that B'Shamayim they were Mavakesh they were Mavakesh Rabbi and that's what she said. El Yonim are Mavakshimus Rabbi. Up in Shemayim they, they want her. So if someone who has that kind of insight and knows what's going on up in Shemayim maybe in that situation one is uh, one is a lot of daven. Um, that uh, the, the, the uh, just like we mentioned yesterday that Sefer Chasidim says we don't say Kivin Shemesa Adam Nasr so maybe Dafka, you could say for tzaddikim, you're allowed to daven for that because they're not really mace anyway. Tzaddikim are but that's all divrei uh, drush. It's difficult to apply any of that lahalacha. So Amalei Rabbanan. The Rabbanon told Bar Kapara to go do the following. They said, uh, the, uh, they said Zil Ayen, go see what's going on with Rabbi. And he went and he saw that Rabbi, was, uh, Rabbi had passed away already. So he tore his clothing right away. And he put it, the kare, he put the, uh, the tear behind him so that when you see him right away, you won't, you won't notice that he had torn Kriya. So he said, the Arelim and the Matsukim are Ochez in the Arna Kodesh, meaning the Malachim and the Tzadikim. The Malachim have uh, one out. And they have captured the Arna Kodesh. So the, the Chum said, uh, you're talking very poetically over here. Are you trying to say that he's dead? He says, okay, you said it, I didn't say it. So that's a question, to what extent are we makbid about this? Not to report when someone uh, when someone dies. The Kolbo writes that in the Shechunas HaMais, the Minig is, to be shofich, all the whole in the whole in the whole area. And he says, the Gemara already says, but he says the reason for the Minig is so that everyone should know that someone died and we shouldn't have to say that someone died, that it should just be, uh, it should just be something that everyone will realize will realize on their own. So that's uh, the, the Achronim already have discussions. What about uh, obituaries? What about uh, p- putting in the newspaper when uh, when someone dies? So this Chaim Zonfeld in Salmas Chaim says that he uh, doesn't think that that's a concern of Motzi Diba. He says, That clearly it's trying to... It, 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 there's some point to it. It's not just Stam being Motzi Diba for no reason. And therefore that's, uh, that's good enough. Whatever the, the point may be, whether it's just to uh, let people know to mourn, let people know to be Menachem Avel, whatever the point may be, there's some other point other than just Stam being Motzi Diba. One could argue that, you know, one could have argued that there are a lot of people that like to read obituaries just because they like to see who died. So it's, uh, you know, that, that Lechora would be Motzi Diba if you're just doing it just because to, to satisfy the urge that people want to know who died. So where When Rebbe died, Zakaf Mala, he uh, he, he put his ten fingers up to, to Shemayim. He faced his ten fingers up to Shemayim Amar, and he said, Ribon Shalolam. 
You know full well that I worked hard in Torah with all ten of my fingers, and I didn't get hana even be'etzba katana. I didn't get hana from any of uh, from any of my Torah. Well, it's machlok. It's what he didn't get hana from exactly. Shidung Betzer says that he didn't get on the Esek Hatara. That even though he put a kol kocho into Esek Hatara, he didn't get any hana from his Torah learning. Tosa says that the Shavach is not Shaykh to Torah. He was saying that he didn't get enough from Tanugos Olmazah, even Be'etzbekatani. He was a very wealthy man. He could have had all the enjoyments, all the pleasures that this world had to offer, but he wasn't interested in Tanugos Olmazah. He was only interested in uh, he was only interested in in, in, in in learning Torah and in spreading Torah. Tosas in Mesech Savodzar raises the question that it says that Rabbi Nantaninus, Lo Pasuk Me'al Shulchanam, Tznon V'chazeres, Lo Bimosacham V'lo Bimosacham that every delicacy was on Rebbe's table at all times. So how can you say he never got a hana from Olamazeh? Obviously he did, if every single delicacy was always on his table. So Tosa says that wasn't for him, that was for everybody else. He would sit there eating his uh, his toast and uh, and water or whatever, and everyone else would be would be eating all the delicious delicacies. So that's, but he, he himself never got hana from Olamazeh. The Torah writes in Sim Reish Lamed Aleph that Roy called Maisav Shaladim Yul Hashem Shemayim that everything a person does should be l'shem shemayim, even achilaso, shtiyaso, shenapi l'anaz gufo, shenapi for a person's own hanaz, should be l'chazik gufo b'brios, and all the Rishonim already write this, so the Rambam in the third parak of Hilchaz Deos makes a big deal about this, that it's not about a person not doing things that are enjoyable, it's about doing those things completely l'shem shemayim, that it's not that a person shouldn't eat, and if you eat only bread and water, you're not going to have enough protein in your diet, and you have, to, you have to have a healthy diet, a person has to eat in a way, but it should be with Kavana, that it's all Hashem Shemayim. So the Rosh Sadiqim writes, it's not about when a person wants to do tshuva. The best way, once spoke about this in Rosh Hashanah, I think, the, the, the best way to do, the best way to start with tshuva is not necessarily about changing your actions, because that's a little bit more difficult. Take the things we already do and turn them into mitzvahs. There are things that we already do that could be a mitzvah if we just have the Kavana L'Shem Shemayim. So it's the same activity that we already do, the same eating, but it could be a Kavana L'Shem Shemayim and then it will become uh, become a mitzvah. So that's, Lo Nenesi means it was never for my own I know, it was all the Shem Shemayim. So he wrote something from the Fnech, Shalom B'Menuchasi, so Rabbi Davin, that he should have a peaceful death. Yatza Baskal the Amra, Yavo Shalom Yenucha Al-Mishkvosam. Baskal came out and said, Yavo Shalom, and uh, everyone should go should go back to their resting places. So Al-Mishkav Chami, by the way, should be your resting place, it's singular, for only Rabbi. Why does it say Mishkvosam, plural? So Mishkvosam, plural. 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 So this world, the Malach Yashari Seita Kodesh Baruch Hu, Ribbon Shalolam, Tzadik Ploni Ba. The certain Tzadik's coming. Omelam Yavot Tzadikim Vietzu Lukrasal. If a Tzadik comes, so he's, uh, Ribbon Shalom says, let all the other Tzadikim come out to greet this Tzadik. Vamlo Yavot B'Shalom Yenuchal Meshkavosam. And they say you should come in peace, Yenuchal Meshkavosam. Amr Blazer B'Shasha Tzadik Nifter Mina Olam. At the time that a Tzadik is Nifter from from this world, Shalosh Kito Shalmalach Yashari Tzadik Lukrasal. There are three uh, groups of Malach Yashari. That uh, that come to greet him. Achas Omeres Lo Shalom. One of them says, "Come, come in peace." So one of them, Vachas Omeres Holich Nechocho, and one says that you should go in the Darach Yishara. Vachas Omeres Lo Yavos Shalom Yenuchu Al Mishkavosam, and one says, "Yavos Shalom." Everyone should should go back to their places of rest. B'Shasha Russia Nevad Min Olam. In a time that a Russia is Nevad Min Olam, that a Russia is lost to the world. Shalosh Kitosh Malachi Chavala Yotzus Lekraso. There are three groups of Malachi Chavala that come out to, uh, to to greet him. It's it's 
three groups of malachim, but these malachim are the opposite kinds of uh, malachim. Achas Umeris ain't shalom amar Hashem l'rishayim. One of them says that there is no shalom, shalom for the rishayim, Hashem says. Vachas Umeris lo l'ma'atseva yishkav. And one says that it should be with worry and with sadness that, that he dies, that it shouldn't be with a sense of peace and a sense of serenity. Vachas Umeris lo redovaheshkava esarelim. And the other says that you should go do with the arelim, with the uncircumcised ones uh, down down below. So uh, it gets a much less uh, enjoyable greeting up in Shemayim than the than the tzaddik does. Okay, new mission now. Kolzman We're going back to the almana uh, in the base with the almana who's uh, supposed to be supported by the yisomim. So kolzman shibe As long as the almana is still living in beisavia and she's still being supported by the yisomim, she still always has. So she's not using anything that belongs to the yisomim. She's not. She's just getting whatever mizona she's getting. She's still allowed to to uh, claim her ksuba at any point. But if she's living in the house of the Yisomim, and there are certain little things that come up all the time where she's going to be using those items and she's going to be uh, using their, their property, she can only collect her ksuba up until 25 years. Because over 25 years, she probably used enough things that would equal the amount, the full value of her ksuba. That's what Rameir says in the Rameir say that that uh, the, the idea of 25 years losing your ksuba is not based on some sort of cheshben, an ongoing cheshben of what she's using. No, it's an entirely different thing. The whole idea of 25 years is that there's an assumption that after 25 years, there's mechila, that she's mochel the ksuba. And if that's the case, it's the reverse. Kalzman, she be based by as long as she's still living in her husband's house, go ksuba We assume she's never been mochel and she can continue to collect the ksuba forever. Kalzman, she be based But if she's living in her father, this house, then she collects ksuba only for 25 years. After 25 years of not living with the Yisomim and not collecting the ksuba, there is an assumption of mechila, uh, of, of, of the ksuba. Mesa Yorshem Askirin Ksuba. So if the Almana dies, the Yorshim need to make a machal and the ksuba sometime within 25 years. After that, they, uh, they, 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 they can't uh, make a machal anymore on the, uh, the ksuba. In Shulchanach, the Shulchanach, right, so we count for the Yorshim Almana, the 25 years from the day of her death. We don't, we're not mitzari, her years of, uh, of not saying anything with their years of not saying anything. We, it, it, the clock starts again on the day that, uh, that she dies. So says the Gemara, and the Mishnah said that according to our mayor, after 25 years, she loses the ksuba because the cheshbin would be over already. I mean, she would have used enough money over the course of the years. Not about mechila. Amalei Abayi Rav Yosef, Sabai says, Rav Yosef, how does that cheshbin work? Some, some women have a little money in the ksuba, some women have a lot of money in the ksuba. It's always 25 years that it's going to be the, uh, the exact amount of the ksuba. The poorest woman in Klal Yisrael gets 25 years and it takes 25 years to, to be ochel her ksuba and Marta Basbaitus, who was very wealthy and had a massive ksuba, it's also going to take the same 25 years to be Ochel her ksuba. from Gamla Shechni says, Yeah, because she lives nicely also, so she's probably using a lot more things from the Yisomim's house than, uh, than the Aniyash of Yisrael is. Ibayulus, the Bnei Yeshiva raised the following question Do we count the value of the ksuba based on the number of years that have passed? Meaning, it's not, if it's not about mechila, it's about an ongoing cheshbin. So, what if it's 
15 years into it. So do we assume that she's only entitled to 40% of her ksuba because she's, uh, she's 60% of the way, of the way to, the, to the 25 years? So the says, uh, so take The Gemara leaves it unresolved. We looked at the Mishnah of Chum, Ram calls Man Chum said it's all about Mechila, that it's not about an ongoing Cheshmin. So Amr Le'abai, the Rav Yosef, says, Rav Yosef, I saw you called him Shkiyas Chum, Agovik Subasa, Lach Shkiyas Chum, Logavia. He says, come on, that sounds ridiculous. She's going to come right before Shkia in the last day of the 25th year, and now she can get her ksuba. But five minutes later, she comes after Shkia. Now she's well, she's been mochel in those five for twenty five years. We assume she wasn't mochel in those five minutes. We assume that's how mechila works. Bayi porta achilta amalei sravios says in. That's exactly correct. Call me this cham kenui. When the cham give a shear to something, the shear is exact, and that's the shear that the cham gave. So then that's the assumption that that's the moment where she's going to be mochel. After all, barbaim saw tovel, barbaim saw chasur kordav, and yachalit bolbehen. Halach is for kasher mikvah. You need forty saw of water. If you have 40 saw minus a little bit, minus just a quart of, so what? 40 saw was good enough, a little bit less is not good enough. That's exactly correct. It's uh, 40 saw is good enough, a little bit less is, uh, is not good enough. Lachor, it's a difficult uh, comparison between the 40 saw of a mikveh. 40 saw of a mikveh is a dinda araisa, Kodesh Baruch determines this is the shear of a mitzvah. So a shear of a mitzvah determined by Kodesh Baruch is not to based on, in some based on psychology, on a human being uh, deciding to be mochel, not to be mochel. It's a very, very difficult uh, comparison. So a shear so you could say that there's a Kabbalah, that that shear is the shear, but Mechil by Alman is totally on her Ratzon, it's totally on her Das. How could you say that it's a Kabbalah? So Rav Elchaman deals with this question, Kuntras to Resofrim, in the Chelet Beis of Kovit Shirim, he has a Kuntras to Resofrim, in Simen Vav, he says that all the Umdenos that Chazal said were not Umdenos or Baduos or Melibam, that they came upon on their own. It was something that they were Makabal Misinai, Beshir Mitzumtzum Umduyak. Every time Chazal have an Umdena, even if something that's totally b'teva, it's something that's Allah al Moshe Misinai. So even on a Tzviyas Chov, that the teva of the kochos and nefesh of the Chum Ramakabal, that up until 25 years, a kochos and nefesh of a person will uh, have them still attach themselves to and be quiet over the Chov, even though they're still thinking about it. But once you hit 25 years, the kochos and nefesh of a person would not, uh, would not, would not, it's an amazing, an amazing comment that he's saying that, uh, that, the, that, that even the psychological umdanas are Allah al Moshe Misinai, similar to Rav Salvechik said in the uh, he gave a famous speech at an RCA convention in the early seventies about the the, the chazaka of Tavla Mesa of Tandu, I mean the Mesa of Armalu, that uh, that a woman would rather uh, would rather that, that the certain chazakas that we base uh, many halachas off of in Shulchan Aruch, in uh, that a woman would rather be married than not be married. So some wanted to say, well, today with feminism and uh, independence and women in the workplace and everything else, maybe you don't have that same chazaka. And he said, Chas v'shalom, no, you have that same chazaka. These are psychological realities. These are these are halachal moshimisina. These are not things that are subject to change over over the course of time. So you have these uh, these chazakos are uh, are ironclad. That's how Rav Elchanan writes. That's how uh, Rav Salvechik said as well. Am Rav It reminds me a little bit this uh, this this whole mice of the Rabbi Yirmiya and the Gemara Babasu when he asks about the shear of how far the bird will hop away from the nest. So it says fifty amos and more than that one. So he says, what if it's one foot over fifty amos? They threw him out of the base medrash for asking such a question. Chum say shear, that's the shear. So you can't ask. What if it's just a little bit more? Then it's not the shear. Am Rabbi Domarav. Hey Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Shamri Shum Aviv. He was made in front of Rabbi that he said in the name of his father. Lo shanu. When the Chum say in the Mishnah that that's twenty five years that should be mochel el shein shark subi yotzi mitachas yada. That's only if she doesn't have the actual star. Al shark subi yotzi mitachas yada go v'ksubas l'yaldim. But if she sells the shark suba, that then she can collect forever. 
says, no, even if she has the Shtar Ksuba, it's only for 25 years. So now the Gemara is going to try to bring a Raya. Even though he didn't make a Machar for 25 years, doesn't, uh, it can still be, can still be Toveya. Hey, what's the case exactly where he could still be Toveya? If he doesn't have a Shtar, well then what's he collecting with? It must be that he has a Shtar. And what do we see? That Balchov that a Balchov can still make a Taina because he's not a Bar Mechila even after 25 years provided that he has a Shtar but Almana Achilta but we assume in Almana even though she has a Shtar to parallel the case of the Balchov even though she has a Shtar she's Mochel after 25 years so who must have loved Uma Farikla he's the one that asked the question but he also answered it maybe the case of the Balchov is where there's no Shtar I how can we make him pay anything then the guy admitted that he owed him the money so then if he was Moda, so that's why he's going to have to pay him the money. Says Gemara, Vam Rabbi La. The Gemara asks Vaiter. Rabbi La says, Shown in the we learnt in Brisa, Grusha Reik Balchov that a Grusha has the status of a Balchov. She can collect her Ksuba even after twenty-five years. Say Echidami, what's the case? If she doesn't have the Ksuba in hand, how is she collecting anything? Alav the Nikita Ksuba must be that she does have the Ksuba in hand. Well, Grusha he dolav basachulehi halmana achilta. So what do you see that a Grusha? who's not, not going to be Mochel after 25 years, she can collect forever. But in Almana, we assume it is Mochel. So the Gemara says, no, maybe in the case of Grusha, it's also talking about a case where, uh, where the, the guy was, was Moda, where the husband was, uh, was Moda, that he, still owes, that he still owes the money of the Ksuba. In Almana, who claims the Ksuba within 25 years of her husband's death, the clock starts again on the 25 years when she's Toveya, her Ksuba. And if she has the Shtar Ksuba, that she still has the Ksuba, she can collect even after 25 years. The fact that she's quiet is no longer considered a Raya to anything. So now the Gemara says, okay, now we know what the Machlokas are made in the Chamim in the Mishnah is. We know about this further Machlokas in the Sheet of the Chamim about if uh, she has a Shtar Ksuba, does make a difference or not. So how do we pass in? End of the day, when all the dust settles. Is that when she has a Shtar Ksuba or when she doesn't have a Shtar Ksuba? And whatever the Machlokas is, who do we paskin like? Meaning, do we pass like Rameir or do we paskin like the Chum? So Shalom Kler of Nachem Yaakov sent back to him, the Machlokas is when she doesn't have a Shtar Ksuba. If she were to still be holding on to a Shtar Ksuba, she can collect forever. We pass them like the Chacham that calls man that she's Bebez Bailo, she could collect forever. And even if she's Bebez Avia, if she's Bebez Avia, she's not allowed to collect for more than 25 years unless she has a Shtar Ksuba if she has Shtar Ksuba then she's able to collect forever so frankly Gemara okay so she can collect uh, she loses the right to collect the Ksuba in certain circumstances after 25 years what about the Tosefes Ksuba so they said in the name of uh, the din that said in the mission that if a woman doesn't claim her Ksuba for 25 years she's that's only about the Manamasayim that's the Iker Ksuba but anything that was 
was added into the Ksuba that the husband's going to give, that she's still entitled to even after 25 years because that's a matana, that's not a din of Ksuba. And therefore, uh, it's never nimchal just bishtika alone. One is never mochal just by being quiet. Rabbi Avoam, Rabbi Yochanan, No, she doesn't even get to c- collect her uh, her tosefes ksuba. Because the tosefes ksuba is the status of tonight ksuba, and tonight ksuba is, uh, has the din of the ksuba itself. Itmar nami, um, the, we have a uh, raya as well, to, the others agree as well that there's no mechila on tosefes. Like the first opinion that she's still going to be entitled to the Tosefes. Did Rav really say this? When you say, did Rav really say this? Are you trying to say that uh, that you don't agree and therefore you're trying to quiet me down? Or are you saying, wow, you can't believe this. I want to be, drink wine to uh, to learn about this uh, because I just learned about this great, celebrate this, this great teaching that I was just taught that Rav said this way. Amalei ishtikan kamine. He's saying, no, no, the, the first one. I was trying to say that you, you were wrong and I disagree. So, the mother-in-law of Rav Chia, Aricha, Rav Chia, Aricha, the Achron uh, explained, he was called Rav Chia, the, the Rishon explained, he was called Rav Chia Aricha because he was very tall. So they knew him as Rav Chia, the tall one. So that's a question the Achron discussed. Are you allowed to give someone a nickname based on their physical appearance? So does it matter whether his physical appearance is something that most people would not appreciate or something that people do appreciate. So whatever. So the mother-in-law of Rabbi Chia Aricha, whatever it was, he had the nickname, uh, was uh, the Eishas Achiv Shal Rabbi Chia, was uh, Rabbi Chia's brother's wife. And her husband died, Rabbi Chia's brother, without any children. So Rabbi Chia Yarshan the brother. And after she became an Almana, she went back to her base of Vizana Vizana And Rabbi Chia provided her with Mizonas for 25 years. Lesof Amrle Havli Mizone. After 25 years, she says, I want my Mizonas. He says, Sorry, we're all out. No more Mizonas for you. Havli Ksuba. She says, Okay, well then give me the Ksuba if you're not going to give me Mizonas anymore. Sorry, you don't get Mizonas. Uh, or anymore. It's been 25 years. Tavati the dina kamei the rabbi Rashila. So she took him to a dintar in front of Rabbi Rashila. Amar le Rabbi Rashila said to Rabbi Emily, easy. Explain to me what's going on over here. So Amalei, Rabbi Chia said to him, Zinisa Esrim Chamei Shana B'Beinah. I supported her for twenty-five years while she was living in her father's house. Amtila, and I, I can guarantee you that I brought all the mezonos for all that time for her cover. Amalei. So Rabbi Barshila said to Rabbi Chia, Time in my Amar Rabban calls Mashi Beisvayla Govik Subas Liolam. Why do we assume that when she's still the Beisvayla, she can collect her Ksuba forever? Damrin Rishum Kisuvu Dilotava. We assume that the fact that she didn't want to claim the ksuba was because she's embarrassed to be uh, to claim the ksuba. Well, guess what? Hachanami, even though she's not living in base in in, in base baila anymore, she's in base avia. Mishum kisuvu dilotava. It makes sense that she was embarrassed to be tovei the ksuba because you were no a kavod, a special kavod to her that you brought it by hand to directly to her and you, the holy rebbe here, brought it to her. So she was embarrassed to ask for anything. Zil havla. I want you to go pay her ksuba now. Lo ashka. He didn't listen. Kasav la sarabar said to the Almana, he wrote for 
an adrachta, a star basin that you give to a balchov that she's able to collect whenever she wants. Also, came the Rava, so the Rabbi Chia came to Rava. Amalei Chazimar hechi dinan. He said, "Let me see." How, he said to he was complaining. Look what they the din Torah they had against me. Amalei shaper dancha. So Rava said to him, "They donned good on you." Amalei. So uh, the the Almana said to Rava, "Iach ilaze lahadli peri dimina hu yama adeinna." If you agree with the din Torah, so let me collect uh, the peros going back. Amalei ach vli adrachtech. He said, "Let me see the adrachta." Chazia dolav kasuva vishtamuda dinuchas mele dimisneinun. He saw that it, does, it didn't have the proper lashon that we the dayanim uh, recognize these nechasim belong to the to the mace. Amr Allah, so Rav said to the Almana, Adrachta lav shapir ksiva. Sorry, your Adrachta is invalid. It was written poorly. Amr Allah, so the Almana said to Rav, Teza Adrachta shkol mi yomad shlimi yomad Adrachta adhashta. So forget about the shtar Adrachta that wasn't written kedin, but let him pay for me the amount of the achilas peros of the karka that that I should have been getting for my ksuba from the day that uh, that that, uh, that 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 we know that these were uh, were my fields. So uh, from the day the Yatir Drachta was written, Amalei, so he said, Sorry, all bets are off when there's a mistake in the Adrachta, you're entitled to nothing. But don't you admit that when they make minor mistakes like Achrayus in Ishtar, that it's still assumed to be there anyway? This is something that we wouldn't say is Tosofer because very great people like Rabbi Barshila didn't even know about this halacha. So Achrayus is one thing you call, call it Tosofer. How did he make a mistake? Who suffered? Mali Mahani, Mali Mahani. Rabbi Ashila thought that the Nixia Mace and the Nixia Rabchia have the same din because they all belong to Rabchia. Now Rabchia was Yoresh, his brother. So therefore, the Shtar Adrachta is written on all the Nechasim. It doesn't make a difference which field it was. But Velohi, that's not what the din is. Zimnin da Azal Meshabchaluhu, Udabal Mechasvi. Sometimes the Amman is going to be Makabal the field uh, from, from the Yoresh and not from her husband, and she'll be Mashbiach the field, and the field of her husband, the Yoresh, is not going to be Mashbiach. Vamala, she killed Didach, and at the end, the Yorish is going to say to give back my field and give her instead the field of the husband, Vasilafukilaz al Beidina, and then it will be Motzilaz on the Beisdin that they didn't take care of the Almana properly, that she ends up losing out. So that's why there's a difference. Hajj Nalachanosi, tomorrow we'll begin the final parak of Mesechas Ksilas.